What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Keep Our Rights podcast. My name is Andrew Frederick, and with me today again is Coleman George. And today we're going to talk over critical race theory and really its impact on America, its impact on the school systems, its impact on ideology and what people believe. Um, yeah, so Coleman, if you want to just like give an intro into critical race theory and, and stuff like that, that would be fantastic. Oh, and thank you again <laughs> for coming on. Uh, last last time was a blast, and I hope uh, today will be great and beneficial as well. So thank you for coming on, man. Uh, thank you, Andrew. I just want to say congrats on getting uh, – you're almost at 1,400. That was a big uh, surprise. <laughs> and hopefully we can yeah, keep this channel growing. I want to – we want to get a good influence on some – on the young generation out there, including mine. For sure. So uh, the, I am no expert on critical race theory. I'll say that. And I, in the main, I just want to make a disclaimer because there's a lot more to talk about here. But I wanted to talk about this because I believe that this this ideology has a lot of effects on what on what people are thinking nowadays. And this is and this is especially from the past events with George Floyd and we hear all the Black Lives Matter stuff. And then you'll you'll hear the terms like white privilege, white fragility, intersectionality, like institutional racism systemic racism you'll hear all of those and then where do those really come from or what are those common with what the teachings are being taught and many people hear those hear those and then they may not even know what it means so i want to discuss this because i believe that critical race theory has has many bad effects on how we think and how we discuss open discussions with other people and i just wanted to talk and i just wanted to help anyone who wants to edit, identify what they're being taught like in schools and say wait is this a good thing that's getting taught to me do i want this to be my brain or does do i want to think like this way so i'm gonna uh i have a i have a definition of critical race theory and this is and this is a textbook that is given out to many college students and the guy who wrote it is richard richard delgado and the definition of critical <laughs> race theory here is the critical race theory movement is a collection of activists and scholars interested in studying and transforming the relationship among race, racism, and power. So that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of, it doesn't really sound too much clear, but a person who, who has studied critical race theory and who has kind of abandoned the idea because after learning what the effects, she explains critical race theory and her name is Monique Dusan. Uh, she has 20 years experience in that. And her definition is in simplest terms, Critical race theory is just a look at who are the oppressed and who are the oppressors within society based on race. That's where critical like race theory comes in within society based on race. And how do we redistribute the power? And that's, and this is where, and then, and then she says this power could be wealth economics. And this is where, this is where you see the two groups. And this is a big part, I think of critical race theory. It's two groups. You have the oppressed and then you have the oppressors. And how do we redistribute the power? This could be economics. So then I'm going to give a few points on, on what are the main things of critical race theory. They're like the main, mm. the main things. And you'll probably hear a few things what I just said. Uh, critical race theory believes that certain institutions or like the whole, or I'll say this, that the entire like system of America and, all this, and almost all the systems in it are racist. This can include government. This include all of governments. I mean, schools. All of this, all, 
anything really yes capitalism like certain systems like economic systems in a sense criminal justice systems all of these are tilted against minorities or the oppressed in a sense like i'll go back to the two groups in a sense and and this and then it makes it very clear that the constitution constitutional law is racist the constitution itself is racist and that and then and it also makes the idea that if we want to redistribute the power in a sense or like stop all this racism in these systems we we just clean like we just clear it off we get rid of the system and we just make a new one and then you hear this on some uh mainstream media things like don lemon he made it very clear we just need to get rid of all the systems and that's what mm-hmm. that's kind of what critical race theory is saying here that when you get rid of all the racist systems or institutions in america and that's and then how do we redistribute the power in that sense right right see that's that is fundamentally flawed because the constitution was founded on the idea that all all everyone is created equal equally under yeah. god right or by god and so you can't really argue with the constitution right in that regard however when people look at the constitution they're like oh well, this is what the Constitution has created, right? It's not like we need to tear down the Constitution fundamentally. And because it's created a disadvantage, even though that is furthest from the truth, because the Constitution was created under, under the fundamental idea that everyone is created equal. Uh, and so to say that America is racist, when in fact it's probably the most, the, the fairest yes. country in the world, uh, there's a reason why so many immigrants come yes. to America, right? There's a reason why America has the large, largest uh, immigrant population in the world. It's it's not because we're racist. <laughs> it's because there's so much opportunity and so much freedom in this country compared to any other country in the world. And there's so much just success, the American dream, right? That's That's kind of what everyone knows, yeah. right? You can work hard, you can make a living, you can get some money, the American dream. Uh, and that's achievable because we live in a free market. We live in a, at a capitalist economic system. And that's the uh, one, and that's the one thing system. critical race theory wants to get rid of. They want to get rid of the capitalist system. Right. That's, that's the whole thing. Right. And when you do that, you're, then it's, you're and actually... And that's the thing. That's the connect with critical race theory. Like many of these BLM people at the top, they're Marxists. Like they, oh, they want sure. to get rid of the capitalist system. And then it's like when you do that, you got a whole mm-hmm. different – it's usually you're probably going to have a socialist state. And I think I don't want to bring mm-hmm. up the history. I mean, the history isn't that well of socialism, I have to say. But to get on the point about like <laughs> to get on the point about the Constitution on how like it's racist. And then they, and sometimes mm-hmm. the book, oh, we're like we're trying to like fulfill like MLK's dream or whatever. This is the strangest thought that comes to me is that MLK, he used the Constitution for his civil rights. I mean, I don't, this is, this is the, right. this is the craziest part when reading about this, they say, well, the constitution is race is racist or it has, it was the reason it was made was to benefit white people. Then why did, then why did MLK use the constitution to say, this is what the constitution says. So let's fulfill what, like what it's supposed to be for society in a sense. And that's com- like complete contradicting what critical race theory says, like what, compared to what MLK was saying, using the constitution. Mm-hmm. So that it's very oh, yeah. different. So he was saying, 
he was kind of like yeah. this is the whole thing like mlk was saying we have we need to cash in like our stuff it says that all men are created equal which the con- which the constitution says and that we are given unable unalienable rights and all that and he's basically saying we're coming to fulfill that in a sense and that's what and that's what it did i mean in the 1960s they were given all civil rights to that so that's very interesting in a sense and i really hope that we can prize like the the constitution and realize how important it is because it did mm-hmm. it did do a lot i think Right. And you kind of see the, the opposite approach from the left, the radical left right now. It's a, there's a complete uh, just shoving away oh, yeah. the Constitution. They're completely ignoring, uh, like ignoring it. And that is dangerous because once you kind of get rid of the fundamental uh, ideologies that created this country, the fundamental principles that created this country, you're left with nothing. Like, what are you left with? And that's where, uh, okay, what's your plan? Uh what are you going to replace it with? What's yeah. more fair than the system? And this is what this is why now. many young people are doing this because they're being taught by universities in a sense that the constitution was made to like to uh, keep white people in power. That's what they're that's what they're being mm-hmm. told. So that's why a lot of these young people yeah. are against. Yeah. I mean, I would say universities. That's why a lot of these people yeah. want. They don't want the constitution. They don't think it's relevant. That's right. That's why. So. Yeah, quick side note. Um, if America is truly racist, why did we have a black president for not just one term, two terms, right? Uh, if America was truly racist, why did we reelect Barack Obama, right? The first black president. If America was truly racist, that wouldn't have happened, right? You would have had plenty of people yeah. who have been like, no, uh, he shouldn't be president because he's black. But no, you had the op- Like, no one thought that no. way, right? Uh, no one. There are almost zero people in this country. I mean, there. Oh yeah, there's exists, right? there's there racist, racist people in America. People, right to deny that, yeah, to deny that is to be ignorant. But to say that America as a whole is racist when so many black individuals hold seats of power and seats of influence is completely ignorant. Uh, I'm looking at like the NBA, yeah. right? Uh, all of these black millionaires that are complaining that they're oppressed when they're making millions of dollars each that's, year. That's the one uh, part throwing a basketball, like this comes right? another, And this will go to my next point with the two groups, oppressed and the oppressors. So what does make someone oppressed in America? And this is what makes you oppressed. If you, if you live in America and there's a system that is slanted against you, you are oppressed. And if a slant and if a system mm-hmm. is slanted for you, you are an oppressor. And this is the thing. You don't even have to do an action of oppression. The reason that, if you're in the if you're in a system like in America that is slanted for you, you that automatically makes you an oppressor. So just based on like yeah. that's that's the thing with, and it makes it very clear that white people, no matter what you've done or really w- what actions you've done, you're an oppressor by default because because you live in a society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you oh, have yeah, like yeah, white guilt fragility. and that's and white silence yeah, is yeah. violence so that's, and. All and that's garbage. the whole this is the biggest advantage critical race theory holds against people because it makes people feel guilty. They can't they can't make they can't say anything back because mm-hmm. everything is about your I like your group identity. Everyone's like, Well, you're a white man, so you can't talk about you can't talk about the issue of race or like you're a white guy, so like you have this right. privilege and like you don't know where I'm com- coming from. That's that's what we're hearing a lot. And this is and that's what we're being heard a lot nowadays. Like ever, like use your privilege in a sense, like mm-hmm. that's being heard a lot today. So the that's where the two groups right. come in the oppressed and the oppressors that 
if you and I have I had notes on that one sec in that the whole idea that it's and this is where I think critical race theory falls and is bad is that it teaches it teaches you to not really necessarily here hold up forgive me one sec the re- here uh, the reason you have like this is like this is what towards white people that a lot of these guys will say the reason you have all the good thing good things in life is not because of you but it's because but it's because you benefit from a society that was originally when i say originally because they think that the constitution was like originally created to like help white people that's what many of them argue originally created to oppress minorities so that's so everything is you can't really control anything like that's what they're kind of saying there like so mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's just preaching because basically when you preach that you're you make a a black individual feel like he he's all automatically oh at yeah the that's of society that he can't that you can't if you're born a minority that you literally it's impossible for you to be successful that's what they're preaching basically and if you're white then uh, everything's then you're that, everything successful. in life's gonna be easy and that's for not you. that's kind of right? like the whole thing in play right yeah and I know plenty of white people that have botched it <laughs> up real bad <laughs> right and they didn't apply themselves they didn't work uh, and I know plenty of black people that that didn't do it either it's all it's it all comes down to if you are willing yes. to work, right? If you are willing to work for your future or not, society as a whole is not going to bring yeah. you down necessarily. And that's, uh, you might get yeah, yeah. unlucky, you know, right? Life can kind of throw curveballs at you, but like you can't blame society as a whole. Ultimately, it's up to you if you want to be successful or not. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Den- I so think. Yeah, I was listening Denzel Washington, he's probably one of my favorite actors. He was saying, "You don't blame like don't blame it on the system. It needs to start in the home." That's what he was saying. I and I am right. I oh, yes, completely the 100% because he'll have all these people mm-hmm. like he knows that he said he like they've been in jail and they say they'll blame it on the system. But he said the biggest difference in him life that kept him out of jail is that he had a father. Like that's that's what he said. Like mm-hmm. right. It's so essential oh, yeah. to have like I'm I'm just thinking of all the things I've learned from my father. Right? All the things that my father has taught me like like Christian yeah. values uh huge stress on Christian values. And I ultimately didn't become a Christian until like a year ago, but he taught me my entire life, uh, Christian values, how conservative values, what, how to view my country, uh, that my country is inherently good. And that the, the principles that I was founded on are good. Yes. Like no, you're not going to have a political system. Yeah. that's perfect. Right. Uh, there are sinful people everywhere and because of that, because we live in a sinful world uh, that's inherently evil. Uh, you're not going to have per- perfection everywhere, but the system we grew up, uh, we grew up in, or are growing up in, is pretty much as close to perfection yeah. as you can get in regards to equality, in regards to fairness. Uh, so when you preach the opposite, when you say, you know what, uh, because you're a minority um, and you're born into this, into capitalism or into this, this, uh, this political system where. Uh, you are actually born at a disadvantage. You know what? You will never be successful unless we change everything. Uh, that is dangerous because until you change everything, these people are going to feel like uh, they cannot be successful. And even if they did change everything, uh, then yeah. what, right? Now you have just no structure yeah. at all, right? Just mass misery because what they're going to replace it with, uh, most likely socialism, is not, not 
Yeah, it's going to bring. And this is like, right and this is what it's not going to be successful at all. Does. It kind of brings like a victimhood and things. It basically, it basically, mm-hmm. it, when you do bad in life, they don't look at your actions; they look at your race. So that's the big thing. They'll say, "Well, the reason you didn't good is not because you did all these bad things and you made bad decisions. It's because the system's against you. Therefore, it's not your fault." And you get, and it, and it mm-hmm. basically gives you like. And it basically gives you the right to it basically it basically gives you the right to complain. And this is what I've heard like in the riots, like mm-hmm. they're excusing riots because the system or the like all of America is against them. So that gives them the right to like loot. Like I've heard that like black like uh what do you what do you call it? It's oh, um yeah. looting is reparations. I've heard that a few times. Yes. Oh reparations. Loot, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's or a big like thing. um it's fine to it's fine to loot because these companies or these businesses have insurance. I'm like, do you not understand yeah. how <laughs> insurance works? Because like, if all these insurance companies are having to cover for these businesses, guess what's going to happen to to insurance rates? They're going to skyrocket. Yeah. Right. So, not only are the insurance companies suffering from this, but so are the business owners because they can no longer uh, pay for these insurance rates because they are so ridiculously expensive. Uh, so that's also just people are so uh, sidetracked there, but people are so ridiculously ignorant in regards to how economics work and how uh, even insurance yeah. works. So, yeah. Anyways, where were we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that was um, another thing I want to go on for a uh, critical race theory is that, let me see, is that, oh, just, uh, I forgot to make this point is that, it makes it very clear that anything like a white structure that was set up, this could be even like, this is a nuclear family. Like that's, that can be, that can be so-called criticized and getting rid of and gotten rid of in a sense. That's what, that's what we have for BLM. They want to get rid of the nuclear family and kind of forgot to bring up that point, but mm-hmm. critical race theory, it criticizes certain oh, like yeah. white structures that were supposedly set up, even though I don't even, it wasn't, mm-hmm like nuclear family i don't that's that's not even like really western that's been like since the dawn of time in my opinion but right right that's and a big to get deal. rid of that it's not like you it's not just changing to, small yeah. thing and there's not gonna be any effect it's and that's what in my opinion that's been the biggest thing that's hurt uh the black community in my opinion is that just the lack of fathers and i really hope that and i really hope that we can fix that because it really goes it's really sad to see that and for all that to happen but yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, to have a father, to have like a a a man you can look up to that's directly involved in your life. It's is, a game. It's a game so changer. beneficial. It's... Yeah, right. It gives you it gives you incentives, right, to to be successful because you're you have someone over you that's taking care of you, that's pushing you in the right direction. Uh, and when you don't have that, uh, it's, it's yeah. not going to be good, right? Because the way a family is structured, right, uh, biblically and just looking at the, the general structure of the nuclear family, you got a, a husband and a wife. They, they yes. work together, right? They're a team. They have a family, right? They, they both have authority, uh, and they both shepherd their children in the right direction. They push them in the right direction. They push them to uh, be successful, to be, uh, if, you, if you're raised in a Christian family, you, they're teaching them Christian values. Uh, when you don't have that, when you just have a single-parent home, uh, the idea or the the function of the family kind of just falls apart because there's just less leadership in general uh, and just less, and especially with the father, like having a father figure, right? There's just something, uh, having a father, right? It's just a, a, a fantastic thing because uh, 
Yeah. He's pushing you in the right direction. He's and this is backed up by statistics. You accountable, that's the biggest right? thing. This is backed up, but like if you mm-hmm. don't have yeah, if yeah. you don't have like, a father, you're more likely to go to jail. You're more more likely to commit a crime, and then mm-hmm. that's, that's I feel like it's a big yeah. game changer. But the thing is, they that's the thing. Yeah. All the crime in like certain communities, they don't blame that on the lack of fathers. They more blame that on the system. That's what that's that's what critical race theory does mm-hmm. here. So that's like a shifting blame in a sense. So yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and it's kind of tying into what you said about victimhood. When it also oh creates, yeah definitely uh, laziness, right? Because when you tell someone that they won't be successful because of a systemically oppressive system, right? Then they're just not going. Well, we've kind of already talked about this. Oh right? yeah, but they, they have no they hope. have no hope to be successful, so they're just not going. Yeah. They're just not going to work, <laughs> right? And because of that, you're going to have a, a lazy society that doesn't uh, believe in work because they won't ever be successful, yes. according to these yeah, people that are telling it's, them It's this. really sad to see that, uh, though, and, because man, I, cause like I've seen, I think, in high school, or I've seen people that have been told time and time again that the, the system is against you, so there's really no point of, in trying to even do, any, like, do anything good or even try to be successful because – America's racist and they don't and they don't and it doesn't want you to succeed. You know what that does? It just gives it back to what you said. It gives no hope and they're more likely to fall into like more troublesome activities in a sense. And then they just kind of give up on life in a sense. So that's it's really sad mm-hmm. to see. Right. Right. They fall yeah. into crime and then I mean this this can happen like this this doesn't exclude like yeah. non minorities, right? This this can happen yeah. to like anyone, right? Where you just kind of something can happen to you or uh, your family, or or you just don't really have a good work ethic in general, and you can yes. kind of just give up on life. Uh, and it's it's unfortunate, yeah. but it happens, right? Uh, and especially in families that only have a single parent yeah. household or no parent at all. Uh, well, then it's not a household, but, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Kids that grew up with <laughs> a single parent or no parent, um, they're just more likely. I, I can't remember what the statistic is, but it's a, it's a very yes. frightening statistic. I think oh, it's like yeah. six it's, times more likely it's or something. Really... Uh, something around there, but it's it's very high, and that should say something about the importance of a, of a yeah. nuclear family structure. Um, so I guess we can kind of dive into... And I'm not really entirely familiar with this. I think you'd probably be more uh, well acquainted with this. But kind of where is critical race theory taught? Um, is it taught in like all schools or is it taught I in think select it's, schools? I think is it's it spreading. spreading? Okay, I think it's, it's definitely spreading yeah, now ahead. because of all like the events for like George Floyd. Because you have all these – because this is like – this is kind of like on Amazon. You have like an increase in like people like wondering how to like – like no like if you're not being racist you're not like this that's like white fragility but this is mostly taught in colleges i don't i can kind of see some of it taught in uh high school but it kind of depends on what teacher you got in a sense but it's mostly taught in universities because those probably lean on the more uh i'll say leftist or liberal side i have to say and most of it and these are the studies are mostly taught in and Political science, ethnic studies, communication, sociology, and American studies. This is what it's mostly taught in. And it, and it started out in the 1980s as taught in law because it was basically saying how does race play in like 
the system of like like all the laws and stuff and that's what it started out now it's in like now it's in a lot of different other ones those are just the main ones but they're in dozens of more different Mm. studies (laughs) yeah Yeah, to me that's concerning (laughs) because uh especially like in college right where you're kind of you've matured a a lot right since high school and you're kind of just discovering what you want to do in life and it's kind of like a a pivotal moment for an individual because they're they're really trying to you know it's it's a it's an it's the next step in life right and i think universities and professors have have seen this and and they're taking advantage of it Uh, they're taking advantage of the fact that kids still don't really know what they believe uh a lot of kids anyway uh so they're gonna they're like you know what we're gonna teach we're gonna teach this because uh, what they learn now will largely yes. dictate how they yeah. act and think later in life, because uh, college is so influential to someone, right? What they learn in the classroom, and you have that in high school too. But I feel like it's even more influential in in college. Uh, yeah, just academia in general. But when you, it's it's concerning to me because when you when you because millennials and and kids my age, yeah, uh, gen- gen- yeah. Z, <laughs> zoomers. <laughs> Yeah, the Zoomers. Zoomers. But um, oh. when you okay, yeah, not the most. The most. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Just keep on. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> we've let yeah, we've let other generations. I think down. we're better than millennials personally. But that's my joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, at that's probably the worst thing that's happened to us. Somebody. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Debacle. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. what kids are taught right now is so influential for what they're going to be, oh, and yeah, especially definitely. who they're going to vote for. Um, because sorry, that was my finger. Anyways, um, I think I think the left has seen this really right. Uh, if we brainwash these kids, right? <laughs> if they're only uh, raised with a one-sided belief uh, that America is inherently racist. And America is systemically awful and needs to go. Uh, then they're going to vote for us because uh, they're only—that's the only thing they believe. And they've seen this, and this, and is, this is becoming true, right? The one All thing, of the, like with culture-wise, like what's the worst thing you could be in the culture right now, current 2020? The worst thing you could probably be is a racist. That's probably the scariest thing for like a guy to be known as yeah. a racist in school. And this is what they'll do. Yeah. And then this is what's taught in many of these studies I mentioned. They'll basically say, they'll basically say, um well, these institutions are racist and if you partake or and if you partake and like use like these institutions to benefit yourself, then like you're a racist in a sense. That's scary. No college kid wants to be known like as a, and I think that's where critical race here like has the biggest advantage is that it, it kind of scares into people thinking of like, well, am I really like, am, am I really a racist or am I committing racist acts for like having like black, like black friends or anything? That's mm. what that's what kind of these guys are getting taught in a sense. And then it, it, get, it gets them really scared that when yeah. they're really scared and they'll get really passionate about like certain politics. And that's when you have certain people join BLM, not even knowing what it is. Hey, it's an anti-racist movement. So I'm all for it. Like, that's what they're kind of thinking. That's what they're thinking. Oh, and yeah. what they're really supporting, they may not even know. I think a lot of the people are vulnerable. They don't really know what they're really supporting. Like they don't even, they don't oh, know sure. that most of these guys are probably for Marxists sure. or, or they're, 
Yeah, this, but yeah, but BLM. because BLM paints themselves the movement as this, oh, we're just the anti-racism movement. We want to get rid of racism. I, I mean, on the out, yeah, on the outside, it's an organization like on the outside that sounds good, but in reality, you're changing certain organization. You're you're changing certain like systems in America that are really crucial. Like 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 in a sense, they want to get rid of the nuclear family. That's big. That's not something small. That's yeah, they took it down because yeah, they actually they took they that down from their it. website. They just took it down because they don't really, <laughs> they don't really want to know what people are really thinking about. So that's a big thing. Yeah, see, <laughs> very. Yeah, that's very revealing to me. Uh, what they're really after, you know, <laughs> because if they're scared that people are actually going to see what their what their true intentions are, uh, that's not good for them. And I think people are starting. Hopefully, people are starting to see that, but. They're not a movement. They're an organization. They're a nonprofit organization that takes donations, and ninety-nine. It was discovered that ninety-nine percent of their donations have gone not to surprised, the DNC. Not surprised about that. But not the DNC. That, yeah, that to Democrat yeah, politicians, it's... right? Uh, and to us, that's not surprising. To other people that don't know that, that probably is surprising, right? That this this quote unquote movement that paints themselves as the as the game changers of society. Uh, and, that, to get on the word, and, get, and to get to on the word, and to get on the word, like a lot, a lot of these guys, like people are in college and taught that, like, well, Trump supporters are racist, so why would I, like, why would I ever, like, even talk to one in a sense? And that's when, and that's when you see in critical race theory, he talks about that they're basically against open discussions about anything because certain ideas, like certain, <clears throat> if you're talking about some things that could be racist, therefore, why the heck talk about it? Or like certain, th- and that's I don't know if like they're mm-hmm. against like like reason or just having open like as i said before open discussions that's why you have some like i don't know if you had seen an article about that but they talked about how math is racist Uh, or certain like like or you know like yeah i know like i don't know if anyone talks about (laughs) math in in all the cancel culture stuff about like you know they get rid of certain brands like you know and like they got rid of that because they believe that's racist like that's what that's what i'm talking about like they they think that all these like i don't think anyone before necessarily thought it was racist but now they're saying well or like when you tear, that, tear that, down okay, a statue kinda, of Abraham Lincoln. That's kind of like, crazy. I don't really understand. What are you doing? <laughs> like what's going, what's going through your head when you're well, like, you know what, Abraham well, Lincoln I, I don't really know what <laughs> we the, need to a lot of the critical down. race theorists stands in Abraham Lincoln is. But I think a lot of the people who are fine with it because they think that I don't I mean, I think they think that Abraham Lincoln was taking advantage of black people. They're like therefore he's like a racist. That's what many that's what I'm guessing. I don't really necessarily know. But of course, that's not free the slaves. That's a big thing. I mean, especially all during the height of the Civil War and stuff. I don't, and that's when, right. and that's when uh, I think Trump said, you're going to start, because t- like the conf- they started taking down Confederate statues. And they said, now you're going to start taking down like the founding fathers. And everyone's like, oh, we're not going to do that. And then legit three years later, we're doing that today. Because of all, because of all the protests and stuff. So yeah, yes, yeah, it's crazy. It, it just well, makes that's no that's sense. the thing though. It's so it's, that's many people believe <laughs> but, that when they're taking down all these statues, they believe they're fighting racism. They're getting rid of racism, like they're getting rid of all the like so-called racist statues and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it it oh, really yeah. plays into like really self righteousness, right? Oh yeah, virtue like virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Like crazy. Such, I mean, you become, talk about oh, like goodness. in June. I don't. I can't tell you how many black squares I have found. Like legit, 
it was insane. And the thing is, most oh, yeah, is, it was all over mine too. The only reason they yeah. do it because they just want to, I would say, appeal to the culture in a sense. On my idea on that, but yeah, virtuous yeah. singling is way yeah. so much more present now because of all the protests and all that stuff. For sure, it's, oh, it's, yeah, a, lot like, a, lot it's a lot of like it's a lot of peer pressure too. And and like if you don't, a lot of kids like I was talking to someone at work and and she was like, uh, uh, she has, well, she supports Trump, right? But she she has most of her friends are are liberals and they don't like Trump at I mean, all. So she's actually that. scared to <laughs> share her own beliefs. Uh, yeah, because she's she's afraid she'll be called a racist. Yeah, it's or, understandable. Or that's, which is, which that's is understandable, pers- right? Because. If you, oh yeah, it's, that's why I your friends are I don't so really, toxic, right? This is my like I'll wear some Trump stuff, but that's why I don't like wear like I won't wear like a like a MAGA hat because I legit scared like someone's gonna like either like take it away because that's happened. No, because this is I'm not joking. This is I'm not I'm not trying to be a victim. It depends right? on where you I've is. Had, I know, like, I know I've had mean. people in school or like people leaving me outside. <laughs> like if I just wore like a Trump sweatshirt, I don't think I was kind of over crazy, a little crazy over that, like worrying about Trump stuff. But yeah. I was I was called I was called so many I was called so many things I was cussed a few times and I'm not really surprised because that's what a lot of these kids are taught they're basically taught to like cuss out like Trump attack yeah and that's what that goes to attack attack Maxine Waters stuff where she says you don't agree with just give him a hard time a bunch of these like like politicians who support Trump yeah that's yeah I mean I can definitely that's why I think that a lot more. Trump's wars are like the silent majority. I believe in that kind of stuff that there's way more silent Trump vo- voters than they are like people for Biden because Trump, I feel like Trump are, voters gets yeah. like, just get really worried and what people, what's going to happen to them, what's going to happen with their job. I mean, career. And then. Yeah. So yeah. Instead what you hear is the yeah. very loud people that really don't make up the majority, but instead they receive no backlash, so as a result, oh, yeah. they're going to be more vocal about what they believe because uh, the rest of society. I mean, all the universities are down. backed up. Like a lot of stuff is oh, backed yeah. up by them. Like almost all the universities, you're not going to get in trouble for like saying you hate Trump. Like that's not that's not going to happen. Oh, for sure. Or for sure. Or saying, well, I don't really no. believe in like certain things. With like, I don't really believe that. Like, I believe there's only two genders. I'm that's really big nowadays. I can't believe that's a big thing. I'm kind of surprised about that because <laughs> I don't. Tonic, sorry for getting off topic, but like, I thought like I'm a hundred percent sure this was said many times that like the Democratic Party or liberals, they, we believe in science. Like, we are firm science believers. But like, when someone says. I can when someone says, "Well, I can be a girl if I want to be a girl." That's not that has nothing to do with like that's not that's not scientific. But that's that's a contradiction. Yeah. That's yeah, I can't see. But yeah. to go on our next topic for um, critical race theory, our previous one, what is what it, what it causes people to think like. But now we're going to go on to how it affects church churches because because of all the protests. You see this idea mm-hmm. being adopted by many big, mm-hmm. like mega churches, in a sense. And then how, and For then sure. we already talked about schools and universities. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk about church and how it's unbiblical. And is it really? I would say Christian. Like the is it is cri- critical race theory Christian? Like the beliefs compared to that. And so, what critical here? Hold up. Let me go to my notes for one sec. Thank you. Um, so the whole question is: Is critical race theory 
uh, biblical. And I would say it is unbiblical because the idea of critical race theory is that what defines you in a sense is not by your actions or what your beliefs are. It's more of what, what group identity, uh, what group identity you're with or what race you are. And I think that's very like contradicting to what the Bible says. If you want to go on more on that. and you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, uh, as I've, I've seen this, especially with black lives matter, a lot of, a lot of Christians oh, have yeah, jumped definitely. on, uh, black lives matter. And, and my pastor actually, he, he, uh, I think it was a few weeks ago. He actually oh, yeah, called same. out black lives Mine's matter talked about because, it too. uh, because it, yeah, we're we're kind of like I, I kind of knew he was he was going to talk about it eventually as we near the election and all that. But uh, it just it, it's not Black Lives Matter is the opposite oh, yeah. of what a lot of Christians yeah. think it is. Uh, you kind of already touched you you already touched on this really. It's like a lot of Christians see it as yeah. um, a movement for racial equality and they're like oh yeah that's great yeah Uh, racism is bad so we should side with black lives matter what a lot of people don't understand is that black lives matter has been founded by marxists and actually seeks to completely uh reshape the nuclear family and if you're a christian right if you're a christian and you believe in the in the god-given structure of of a man and a wife raising a family of a man shepherding his family if you believe in that you cannot uh, in oh, my opinion, no, you definitely cannot not. support and that's, everything. And that's very Black fundamental, I believe, in the Christian faith, that we believe that mm-hmm. the whole, like, our, a family is one woman, one man, and that that's what God, that's how God designed it. And Black Lives Matter basically says, they just right. clear that out of the way, say, nope, we don't believe that. That's what, that's whiteness. That's what they claim, or Western, in a sense. And that's a very big, and that's one thing that's being, and the thing is, even Black Lives Matter, they took it off their site, so they're kind of being really shady about it now, especially, but. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're after. Once you kind of reshape the family structure, you can kind of, it's even easier to indoctrinate kids into your ideology, into your beliefs, because they have no other input, right? They have no other leadership except for the people in their community. Uh, and I think it was really weird how they how they worded it, but it it's very similar to how uh, Marx believes the um, yeah the family should be structured as a community. Uh, it, it was very central around the idea that instead of uh, being under a a, a two parent household, uh, they want to drift more towards a yeah, yeah. community based family structure. And that is very, if you understand yeah, communism, if you understand Marxism. Yeah, that's, that's uh, communism. That's literally Marxism, right? Kids growing up in a community and sharing beliefs, that's ideologies, common, yeah. and private property. Uh, that is communism. <laughs> and see, that's what a lot of people don't consider. And I think if a lot of Christians understood that's what Black Lives Matter is, uh, it would also tie into their belief on critical race theory because critical race theory heavily ties into black lives matter i think another thing like there's another point i made like the thing because critical race theory like in all these churches it's being used to like help like 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 how do you say this like um they're it's trying to help with like like racial reconciliation like they want to help like people of different races like get along better in a sense but i'm thinking i was like dude i don't need like Mm -hmm. i don't need like what do you call it 
I don't need racial sensitivity training. Like, I don't know, from the office. Like, from the office, in a sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> video. But I'm going to make this clear. I'm going to make this clear. Oh, like, I haven't seen it. For yeah. me, Jesus is enough. <laughs> and I feel like the Bible is enough to help us, to help us, no matter what group we, no matter what group identity right. we, ad- we identify with. I, I feel like the Bible is enough. And this, this goes in, uh, in the Bible, Ephesians 2. It makes it clear that, that like neither Jew nor Greek or like Gentile, like it makes mm-hmm. it, yeah, everyone is. And then it's, right. and then this everyone ties in this, and there's another thing that yeah. ties in this. In critical race theory, it believes that essentially there's oppressed and the oppressors that goes on that thing. That means more people are guilty than like others in a sense, if you can kind of get what I'm saying there. But the idea between mm. yeah, with yeah. Christian, like the Christian faith, is that first of all, all of us are e- are equally, no matter what race you are, all of us are equally need of someone to save us. That's the biggest thing. In that, equally, mm-hmm. all and there's only right. one race in a sense, the human race, mankind in a sense. That's that makes it very clear. So it makes so the idea of of critical race theory saying, well, there's oppressors and there's and that, and the idea of false guilt that critical race theory tries to put on people is just wrong because it's because it's it's applying it's applying sin, which is like racism. It's applying sin to someone who did some who did something nothing wrong. Yeah, who did nothing. And it kind of and it <laughs> right. kind of yeah. yeah. has the idea That's, of well, yeah, yeah, like certain on. groups need more like need Jesus more because they're oppressors or less or people. Or other people don't need Jesus is more. That's wrong. Like everyone, like we're all, we all fall short of the glory of God. And that's the big thing. Right. right. And I, I think just, yeah, yeah, just spot on with that. Well, like just looking at the church and, and my church and uh, there are yeah. there are people from all over the world that come to our yeah. church. Not, yeah. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like different backgrounds and different races. Uh, <laughs> A lot of Russians in our church, a lot of Hispanics, a lot of Blacks, like people from everywhere, um, and we're all united in the in the same belief that Christ died for our sins and yeah. that He has given us salvation. Uh, we're all united in that belief. Uh, when you have that, there's no exactly. room for racism. There's no room for uh, discrimination. It literally does not exist because we're all united in the same belief. We don't really see uh, skin color. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't. It's not something that drives us. Oh yeah, uh, it's something that drives the left. Though uh, skin yeah. color is it is what matters, uh, and it's just the complete opposite of if you have a a, a Christian mindset, a gospel oriented mindset. And I think this is a um, thing that's so and this yeah, is like are, critical race theory. I said was bad because excuse me, uh, critical race theory is bad because it like what I was saying to the church it it causes false guilt and, and I'm saying, well, I don't even need critical race theory to help with like race relations, but, but it caught, but the thing with like why it's like what it does in the church, it just caused so much division. Like, I think it caused so much division because you have some people saying, Mm -hmm. you have some people saying, wait, why do I have to apologize? Why do I have to apologize for something I never did? And then you have people, and then on the other side, you'll say, well, like you're a racist. And then once like in that, in the church, it does not mix well. It is, it, it's, it's it just causes so much, I think oh, no. like chaos in a sense. And it just causes, 
destruction of friendships i think and i think it just does way it does i don't think it does any good in the first place but it does way more harm than it does good critical race theory when it comes when it goes when that certain ideology goes into the church so i hope that pastors can can kind of say can cross a line and say no we're not teaching that because that's unbiblical and it just causes and it just causes so much division that we're not getting that anywhere near our church i feel like that's well, hopefully in the future, we'll see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're seeing it more and more. Yeah. Um, but there are still some churches that are kind of loose about it. And I yeah. mean, we know our stance on Black Lives Matter, but I mean, that's just kind of the thing is, most of these people are doing it. Like, they're not doing it through. for a bad reason. I feel um, like most of them are just being deceived. I feel like they're just doing like, I mean, it's like the whole thing, like, yeah, like, just there's just ignorance. Like the road know? to hell is paved with good intentions in a sense. Like they're, I think they want to, I think they want to help and they just want to help like in the sense of race relations, but they're doing it in the most wrong way. Because I think personally, if you have any problem in your church, you go first to the Bible. You don't go to any necessarily secular source for anything. That's my opinion on things. But, but in, in a, in a, yet yeah but to my thing i think a lot of them are adopting just because it's probably because a lot of these churches are probably more like charismatic and they're and they appeal more to the culture so if the culture is for black lives matter then they're probably going to be for black lives matter so they don't necessarily go to the bible first i feel like that's crucial Mm -hmm. to like feed like a healthy church in my opinion but that's that's my views on the whole church and how church comes in like ties with critical race theory because i feel like that needs to be addressed because that's influencing a lot of a lot of people yeah yeah for sure and yeah i mean we can only we can only pray that our our country can yeah really be healed because there's a lot of division (laughs) there's a lot of there's not really a lot of unity and we can the best we can do is uh, see how we can be unified with the people we know, the, re- the relationships we, we have, not let something divide us, um, and yes. just really be unified in yeah, the belief that the gospel like, that's why, is the true hope. That's why uh, I'm like, I don't that we can offer, think uh, that said. God offers. Uh, so. We shouldn't put our hope or one hope in certain politicians. Like, we shouldn't have our full hope or full trust in certain politicians because they're still human. They still have that human flesh in a sense. And mm-hmm they still have the capability to to mess up and do wrong. So that's why I think we should just trust in God's plan for this country and just say, well, wherever this country goes, it's that's how it's that's how it's going to be. Well, we're still trying to speak the truth in a sense. So that's right, right, exactly. Yeah, great conversation. Yeah. All right, it's been a great conversation. Um, yeah, good stuff to go into. So, so yeah, thank you, Coleman, for for coming on. It's been a blast. Um, I hope and I pray that people are impacted by this and they kind of are more informed about critical race theory. Thank and, you. I really loved it. And yeah. I just so yeah, thank you. Hope man, that for coming this can on. do a, a lot of good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. All right. This concludes another episode of the Keep Our Rights podcast. If you like this episode, 
Uh, positive feedback, of course, is always appreciated. You can DM me at uh, Keep Our Rights uh, uh, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. Uh, Colin, yeah, you what's your, what's your username? Are you okay with like people DMing um, I am uh, Cole, G-E-O-R, 1023. And then he'll, he'll make a post. I think Keep Our Rights will make a post on that. So if you want to talk about anything. Me, if you yeah, anything yeah. criticism yeah, of me, that's fine. Just yeah, let me I'll know. I'll tag you. Just let me know. I'm completely fine with that. That is that just makes, <laughs> makes helps me get all the mis- oh, fix man. all the mistakes. Thank you, though. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you uh, have any suggestions for the podcast, if you're listening to this and you're like, why didn't he talk about this? Uh, please DM me, and I can talk about it in the future. Uh, Yeah, sweet. All right, that concludes.